Hi, this is Carl. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I'm joined today by Herman Poole from Vertical Action. Welcome, sir. Hey, thanks a lot, Carl. How are you doing today? Very good. So I haven't seen you in days. Yeah, it's you been a few hours. Anaheim. <laughs> so um, tell us about who you are and where you came from, and then we'll get into Vertical Action. Okay, no problem, man. Uh, like I say, uh, my name's Herman Poole. I've been uh, in the IT industry for over 25 years. I started my own MSP back when I was 17 years old and homeless. Uh, you know, I started a, a computer, computer store back, or not computer store, but an IT repair company back then, and uh, went door to door selling memory upgrades. And uh, over the years, I learned how to market my business, turned into an MSP and, and grew my business. And now I focus on helping other IT providers do the same thing. So you sold memory updates door to door? Yep, went door to door selling memory upgrades in the summer sun in South Texas in a wool suit because that's all I could afford. I actually lived out of my little blue Honda Accord and went door to door selling memory upgrades as a uh, intro to who I was. And once they knew who I was, they were you know a lot easier to do more business with. So was this to businesses or not oh, old yeah. ladies? Yeah. Literally door to door going to businesses, knocking on the door, coming in, saying hello, say hey, is your computer running slow? And then I knew a memory upgrade was a really cheap, quick solution. So I uh, carried, carried $400 sticks of two megabytes of RAM in my pocket and <laughs> fixed everything. And now those are used for keychains. Yeah, keychains. Unbelievable. Bridge magnets. I remember when memory was so expensive that you would, you would get a quote and then it might go up or down $1,000 in a, in a day or two by the time it was time to order it. Yeah, it was insane. It was, it was a difficult time to do business. But, uh, you know, sooner or later, we all figured it out. So, all right. So, uh, let me have you tell me a little something about Vertical Action and, and how you got started with that. Sure. Vertical Action is an uh, IT marketing company. We focus on helping people with their online marketing. Um, we all know we need marketing, but we don't know where to start. So, uh, years ago, Jerry Katavis from the ASCII group came up and asked me, Herman, you know, we see you're uh, building websites for other people, and we know you use websites to make your own business grow. Can you put together a program to help us help our members? And at the time, I was kind of going uh, member to member, making friends, going to the different shows that we both go to at ASCII, and um, learning that a lot of people are having trouble with marketing. So I was already helping out my friends. So I figured, ah, you know, I'll do this, and, and you know, we'll get 50, 60 guys on it, and we'll all have a good time making our businesses better. But, uh, you know, those numbers grew and grew. And uh, you know, right now, we're, we're one of the top uh, web development companies in the industry and then in some other industries as well. All right. And you have lots of plastic behind you. So what are, uh, what are the awards for? Uh, most, so we've got, uh, you know, a lot of ASCII awards. We've got awards from different, uh, different coaches who've used our products to help their clients. Um, you know, some of them are for speaking, doing presentations at the ASCII shows. Some of them are for best customer support. So that's mostly what's going on behind me there. And then uh, one or two of them is for the book, One Hour Marketing. All right. Which, which I released two years ago. Uh, no, that's not it. I, ha I thought I had your book right at my fingertips, but I don't. It's just it's like that one. <laughs> so, by the way, great book. So if people have read it, I encourage them to do so. Um, unlike a lot of these books that people present today, uh, this one is not completely self-serving and uh, an advertisement for your uh, your services. Yeah, it, it actually doesn't mention the business once. Um, the story on the book is it's literally um, what I did to stop being homeless and be an IT provider 
that people could trust and learn how to grow my business through marketing. It's all, it's all about, you know, it goes from me being homeless, me figuring out that marketing was really the path that I needed to go down to grow my business. I needed to be a marketer first and an IT guy second. And then uh, the process that I learned, it, it, and that was the biggest thing, right? Because as, uh, as techs, as guys in the industry, um, we're used to solving problems, right? And we're used to having a formula, right? Step-by-step -step process. Marketing doesn't have that so much for most people. So I created my own step-by-step -step process and uh, I share that in my book. So it's, it's really simple. You know, I, the book took three years to write and people kind of make fun of me. They said, Herman, it's only a 30,000 word book. It's about the thickness <laughs> of your index finger. And uh, I said, well, you know, it took one year to write and two years to make that small. Um, exactly. <laughs> objective to give you an actionable way to start doing marketing and, and not just, uh, you know, sell my stuff or, or whatever. As a matter of fact, I don't even think I mentioned my business, my vertical action or any of the other businesses once. Right. So far beyond web development, what, what kinds of other marketing stuff do you offer? Oh, okay. At Vertical Action, some of the other things we offer is we uh, develop uh, flyers for people. We help people with their sales process. If you've been a customer for a while and you want to talk to us, we help you with the sales process. Our team is comprised of several individuals that have been in the industry for you know, over 20 years uh, that have experience in sales. Some of the top sales guys in the MSP world work for me now. And we help people uh, grow their businesses however they like. So uh, while we are a web development company, uh, that's our primary focus. Because when you do marketing, you need to have uh, a place to go, right? Uh, to, a place to send your customers in order to interact with them. And a website is the easiest way to do that. And it, it's the most flexible. It gives you the most options. So we start with the website. And then from there, as you want to grow, we can figure out what's going on. So one of the things that we do for you is, is video is hot right now. So once a month, you know, we have a program where we create a new video for you that, that explains, uh, you know, like five ways to keep, you, keep safe on public Wi-Fi networks or three ways to pick a, a good password, a secure password. So that kind of stuff. Uh, so we develop videos for people as well. Right. So those are client-facing videos that I would yeah. put on my site. Yeah, client-facing. So not necessarily train your techs, but to inform your customer base. Because at the end of the day, marketing should be about informing your customer base first, then you build that relationship. And once you have the relationship, it's really easy to start selling them. You don't even sell the items, they just come to you for answers. All right. So one of the challenges with websites, A, everybody's already got one, but B, it might suck. Kind of like an opinion. <laughs> A lot like an opinion. Yeah. But, but then the problem becomes, so you come in and, you know, give them a refreshed website. How do I know my website isn't the same exact thing that you're selling to my competition? Well, it is until you take the time and opportunity to use our staff to modify your website. So step one is getting a website, period. So most of us uh, go to build a website, right? So this was the problem with, with web developers in general. You build a website and then the web developer goes, hey, give me some content. And then you're too busy to get content put together. So you never turn into the web developer and then you never do the, you know, you never do the, the launch of the website. And that's a problem, right? So what we did is we developed uh, content for 18 different verticals and that content, uh, you know, ranges from uh, computer repair to managed services to IT services to disaster and backup recovery. Uh, Internet of Things security is now a new uh, concept that we have written content for. We take that content and we give it to you. We launch your site with it. It's better to have a site that's, you know, has something on it than no site at all, right? It's perfect is the, is the enemy of good enough, right? Right. So we want to make sure that things are executed and not just sitting around. So we give you some content to work with. And then 
you can go through and you can either fix it yourself or you can pay us $85 a page and we'll fix each page, right? Or you can just let it sit. A lot of people's content just sits and does just well, you know? So it's up to you. It just depends on how deep you want to go. Right. So do you think it's the case today that if I had a prospect and I said, let's make an appointment and they said yes, can I assume they're going to go check out my website before I show up for the meeting? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, think, think of your, uh, well, in my case, think of my wife. When we were getting married, she was looking for a florist. And she was told this local florist was very good at what they did. And she said, great, I'll, I'll check them out. She went looking for that florist online. The florist did not have a website. So guess what happened? What do you think happened, Carl? She went looking somewhere else. Exactly. She went and she found pictures what she wanted to see, you know, online reviews, found a site or found a florist that was probably just as good, maybe not even as good as the other local florist, but the other local florist didn't have a website. So they didn't look professional. And that's a florist, right? So if you're thinking a florist is getting judged like that, how do you think an IT company gets judged when their website looks like it was built by GeoCities in 1999? You know, it's, right. it's tough. It's tough to not have a good website. So you've got to have a good quality looking website. So when you launch with us, we work with you, we modify the website, we create it to be yours, and then uh, you, know, you grow from there. Are these primarily WordPress websites? Everything we do is based on a modified version of WordPress that we created internally. WordPress has a few uh, security issues, not anything, you know, I'm not knocking WordPress at all. I'm just saying it does have, we know it has security issues, managing. It's open source, right? Yeah, it's open source. So we took the open source software and we modified it. Uh, my background is actually in, uh, in IT security. Um, I have uh, Taylor, our CTO, his background's in uh, software development. So we sat down and we actually wrote our own version of, of uh, WordPress, rewrote the back end, so that it will do special things for us that makes us able to scale to thousands and thousands of customers uh, with a small staff. And that was key. And then also improve the security, uh, make it easier for the customers to use and all that good stuff. So is it housed at your location or mine? No, no, we host it all. We host, we are, our servers, like if you want to get to the technical things about it, because, you know, we are IT guys, we have, uh, uh, we have it hosted in multiple uh, cloud facilities. So it's Amazon and a few others. It's not just one. Uh, based on that inside, internally, we have multiple PHP servers, multiple database servers, multiple file servers, and then it scales automatically. Um, you know, nothing is perfect. Things do go down, but what's important is you have a team that knows what to do when you go down or, or knows how to handle that quickly. And so that's something that we really pride ourselves right. on. So uh, do you encourage folks to have a blog there? Because a lot of people in our business will never write that blog. So Yeah, it, you know, that, again, that comes down to uh, perfect being the enemy of good enough. We want to write blogs. We want to let people know we're, we're experts and we want to inform our customers, but we often don't have the time. So at Vertical Action, what we do is we give you syndicated content, much like Reuters or the Associated Press. Um, we give you syndicated content that goes on, you know, everybody's site, everybody gets to share it, but then you write your own blogs to augment that content. So just like your no local newspaper, they have that uh, associated press content, then they have their local writers. That's how we encourage you to use our service. But if you get too busy and you forget to write a blog, another blog goes out because consistency is key. So we create the blogs for you. We do them six times a week. We push them out to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, right? And then that gives you a social media presence as well. So that's how we handle that. And that's a big thing. A lot of people don't have time to manage their social media, but they do need content going out. And so we right. provide Exactly. We don't so take that same content and turn it into a newsletter, which I know is something you. I was going to say. So I know a couple of people who have 
made a big deal of the fact that you produce their newsletter because I've yeah. said, oh, I like your newsletter. And they go, oh, that's Herman's. I go, okay. <laughs> so our content, uh, you don't even have to touch it. You, you spend five minutes with our staff and, and then we create uh, the template of it and then we automate every month the sending out of the newsletter. So you don't have to touch it past the first five minutes. That's it. And, and I know you're busy, you know, because I'm an IT guy. I had the same problem. So I created my own staff to handle that internally at my business. And once I did, I saw big returns. And it's about consistency. Marketing is 100% about consistency. So you have to constantly send out the newsletter. You have to constantly update the website. You have to constantly, you know, push out to Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. It's not like one action is going to make anything happen. Everything's a right. combo, right? We, we hear about people knocking people out in a fight. And it's all over the news. Like if, if somebody gets knocked out in the first 30 seconds of a fight, it's a big deal. The right. reason it's a big deal is because it rarely happens. Typically, it takes combos. Typically, no one's just going, write a book, it's over. You know, you got to gotta use combos. Same thing with marketing. You got to use combinations of tools. So we give you the website, we give you the blog post, we push them out to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and then we take and uh, create that newsletter for you. So that one piece of content can be used so many different times. Then we also create the videos, which gives you an additional blog post if you, if you have that service. And do you have, uh, I'm assuming this is a monthly fee, or do you have a, like a one-year minimum or six-month? I've, I've been in the industry for, like I say, 25 years, and I've met a lot of people in the industry. Um, what we do is we have a gentleman's agreement. You sign up for the service, and if you're not happy with it, you can leave any time. Uh, but if you stay on for 12 months, you get to take the website with you. If you leave before that, obviously the website didn't work. You don't need it. That's fine. No, you don't get to take the content or any of that stuff with you. So we give you a, a, an extended license on using the content if you leave. But to be honest, it, it's kind of an interesting thing. This has been my stickiest product yet. So most people stay for a really long time because it's hard to find, you know, prices as low as $125 a month for a, we give you the website. We do the blog post six times a week. We create uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn posts for you. We give you the newsletter and we give you an email newsletter tool. So it's like constant contact. Constant contact costs 30 bucks on its own. So, you know, if you're spending like 125 and that's, you know, that's a price for your guys. Um, if you're spending 125 a month, you know, $30 of that would be constant contact right off the bat, let alone somebody creating the newsletter, putting it out every month for you and managing it so you don't have to. Right. It's a, you know, it's a lot of value. So a lot of people, you know, stick around for a long time. So would you say that most people, uh, this provides them with the basics that they need versus people look at it and say, that's where I get all my leads. That's where I get all my, that is all exactly. my clients. So the first thing that I tell people when they sign up and, and when we talk on stage about it is this is not the end all be all of getting leads. This is not, there's no such thing as a lead generating website. If somebody's selling you a lead generating website, that website's not going to do anything to generate a lead. You have to drive traffic to the website. You have to have offers on the website that make people want to take an action. You have to have, you know, uh, somebody that actually watches the email that the, sometimes people get leads and they don't even watch their email, right? Or sometimes they get phone calls and they don't attribute to their website. So, you know, saying it's a lead generating website is a really misleading term. I've never liked that term. We don't say it at Vertical Action. What we tell you is it's the cornerstone uh, for, uh, for all of your marketing. So it's, it's, a, it's a hub that everything flows into. So if you do a newspaper ad, then you need to have a landing page so you can track that newspaper ad's efficacy, right? If you do a Facebook ad, you should have a landing page. So you need a team to build those things. When you're a vertical action partner, what we do is we also do those things for you. So you give us the copy for a landing page. Let's say you want to do a Facebook uh, ad for your new book, Carl, and you are a customer. All you would do is you'd send an email in and say, hey, I want this copy on a landing page because I'm going to be running a Facebook ad in a week, and we put it online for you. 
you don't have to do that work. You can just say, hey, here it is, do it for me. We give you the tools, the team, and the process to make everything work. And in, in a perfect world, you know, we all want that client who gets bored at midnight and cruises the internet, stumbles upon our website, reads every single word of it, and then signs up for our business. So uh, yeah, do you think that happens very often in our uh, industry? No, but it does happen. It, it, you know, I've seen it happen. It's happened to me. But um, the, the point is about marketing, and we talk about this in one-hour marketing. When you market, marketing is, is a science. It's psychology. It's not guesswork. It's not luck. It's none of that stuff. It's a science. It's a science of psychology. And psychology tells us uh, that decisions, especially purchase decisions, are made subconsciously, right? So psychology also tells us that to get into the, to the uh, subconscious mind, we have to use repetition. It's how we learn our math. It's how we learn our spelling. Remember spelling drills? Remember, uh, you know, multiplication tables? We do all that stuff because that's what works to help us learn. So in order to get people to learn about your business, you have to have a consistent message going out over multiple uh, mediums. That's why we give the blog posts, put it up to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, put it in an email newsletter. You know, that's why we give you all that stuff. And then you still have, as a, as a IT provider or, or any sort of small business owner, you still have the responsibility to continue that message outside. So you should be setting up lunch and learns. You should be setting up uh, you know, one-on-one visits with your existing customer base so that that generates goodwill so that that then generates referrals right so you know there's still a lot of there's still a lot of stuff to marketing but you know if you've got a really bad website or no website at all because a lot of people now just think getting away with a facebook page is okay right uh one you're building on rented land that's terrible right you don't have a website you don't know what facebook's going to do to you tomorrow so for instance facebook pages aren't appearing as often in your Oh feed. my gosh. You talk about partnering with the wrong people. I mean, <laughs> I love Facebook. You know that, but yeah, oh, absolutely. It, it, you are literally subject to them tomorrow saying, I'm sorry, everybody with an R in their name. Yeah. We're not going to show your stuff today. That's right. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and they've done, they've done very similar things. So if you've got a Facebook group, you might've noticed that the Facebook groups that you're participating in don't show up in your feed as often. They made that, they just made that call one day. And that was it for you. If you if your right. whole business lied on a Facebook group, you're out of business tomorrow. Remember uh, Farmville? Pardon you know, me? Guys. Oh, yeah. You know, all the games are gone, right? So a lot of people built multi-million dollar businesses based on those games, and they're gone. Yeah. Um, it, it's so interesting to me because so many tools now have the ability to just, you click a button and you create a Facebook store. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. but, but, you know. but unless you drive traffic to that Facebook store, what are you going to do with it? Right. You know, Facebook ads, Google ads, uh, doing some SEO, which is, a, you know, another service that we do now. Um, you know, these are all things that have to be done. And the thing you got to remember about this stuff is marketing is not a right now thing. Because, again, to get the message across, to get people to make a decision, uh, some experts have said up to 21 times someone has to see your message before they take that first step. So that means you have to be seen many, many times in many, many mediums in order to get your message across. So don't be discouraged if, to, you know, today you run, I used to get discouraged because I would run newspaper ads. Remember those things, Carl, newspapers? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Remember those. But uh, I used to advertise in newspapers a whole lot. And uh, what I would do is I would save my money up and I would do a, a, a big full-page ad because I thought that made me look like a real company. That was my thinking. Wow. I would run that ad and I would stand by the phone and I would wait for that phone to ring the next day and it didn't ring. And uh, I'd do that over and over and before I finally realized, listen, what if I just took and made a smaller ad but did it more frequently? And once I did that, 
The first month wasn't so great, but the second month I started getting phone calls. The third month I saw literally a 290 something percent increase. So I say 300% on stage, but it's 290 something. I say it in the book too, 300. But you know, 290 something percent increase in sales. What? I mean, obviously, you know, consistency works, frequency right. works. And all the ad was, was literally, um, I don't know if you remember Home Alone, but it was right. a woman looking at her laptop just going, you know, and then it said, don't worry, we can fix it and had our phone number. I even screwed up and forgot to put the company name and it ran for three months without the company name and me not noticing. Wow. But all that mattered is it had the right message. When right. you get the right message and you get the right mediums and you repeat it over and over and over, people learn, you know, that that's a good well, message. The that's problem bad. with marketing is, and I can't remember who said this, but you know, that, that uh, 50% of it doesn't work. I just don't know which 50%. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah, the problem is also yeah. it's a moving target. It is. If you find something that works spectacularly and I go, great, I'm going to do that. Like, I'm sorry, a week's passed and it doesn't work anymore. You know? Well, see, I don't know that I agree with that though, because here, here's the key. I do. And I don't agree with that. Here's the key. The key is measurement. And the key is um, not being afraid to try something, let it run for a while. It's just like a science experiment. You're going to have your hypothesis. This is what's going to work, I think, right? So you run an ad, and it runs for a while, and you test the results. Hey, I didn't get the number of phone calls I wanted, or I got more phone calls than I could ever dream of. I'm not going to mess with it. But I didn't get enough, so I'm going to go back. I'm going to say, well, what were the colors I used in the ad? What, did I run color? Did, was the message wrong? Was it in the right magazine? So I'm going to pick one of those variables, and I'm going to change that variable, right? So by picking one of those things, for instance, in this case, uh, I actually changed the newspaper uh, for the first time. Um, I ran that ad and that copy for three years and it worked fine for me for three years. And then I started having problems. So I discovered that if I just pulled the ad and let it sit for two weeks and then run the ad, I actually had people coming in and saying, Hey Herman, uh, you know, I brought this computer in. I had seen your name a number of times in the newspaper and hadn't thought to bring it in, but then it wasn't there which is a really interesting experiment to do, right? So, so my marketing was still on point. It's just that I, I had to change my frequency. Right. And, and then I also stopped running it in one newspaper, started running it in another. And it was a newspaper that before had not done anything for me, but now it was gone out of one place and another place. And I was getting, what I had learned was locally, people's attitudes towards a certain paper had shifted and they moved to this other paper. So, so it was So it was when I was doing marketing in newspapers way back 20 years ago. Uh, I always did the little ads, but I always calculated it in terms of how many clients do I have to get to pay for this? How many hours do I have to sell, right? And generally, right. one hour per ad would, uh, would do the trick, right? Mm -hmm. Or one, one client, you know, one hour sold of labor. Um, but nowadays, I always think in terms of, of managed services, right? So for me, yeah. If I get one new client, well, suddenly my budget is a lot bigger. Right? Absolutely. If yeah. I only need one client to pay for it, holy smokes. Well, you know. That's the cool thing. So, you know, we get, we get a lot of, uh, we've been doing SEO since we started, search engine optimization, making you get to the top of Google, right? The fact is we're in the IT industry and we're just not that sexy, we're just not that cool. I mean, we're, we're cool, we hang like out. We are, right, we're, yeah. yeah, we're cool. The and industry is cool. hang out with are cool, but to people outside, they don't know how cool we are. That's what I'm trying to say. And so the problem becomes, um, we're trying to figure out 
how to get you in front of enough people that the searches make a difference. See, the typical uh, MSP, ISP, or IT company, things I know something about because I've been doing them for years, is getting a very low number of searches per month, period. So let's say the number is 30 in your, in your local area. 30 people a month search for managed services or IT services or computer repair, right? Even in a large market, it might be as low as 30. Um, you, wanna, you only get a percentage of that by being on the first page of Google. So a lot of people set the expectation, well, if I do SEO, by the time I'm on the first page, which might take three months, um, then I should be getting phone calls and sales. But what they miss is when they stop, they don't get phone calls and sales, they get discouraged, they quit, whatever marketing it is, not only SEO, but maybe postcards, maybe newspaper, they quit and they don't do anything anymore because they feel they lost money. And then they never really see the result. And maybe a year later, somebody comes around and signs up and uh, with somebody else because you didn't keep going on. So, you know, the cool thing is because we're in the managed services business now, not just repairing, just not just doing a, you know, $150 virus removal, we're selling a $90,000, $100,000, $200,000 managed services contract. You got to stick with that for a long time, especially considering the low volume of, uh, of, of views. Does that make sense? Yeah. And the other thing is people think, you know, well, I want to rank for managed services or I want to advertise my managed services, but they forget about the janitor words like computer repair, virus removal, and they lose an opportunity. One one thing that I saw early in the MSP, you know, teaching about MSP days is people would say, you need to drop all your break fix clients. I'm going to go a little against that. And, you know, I've read your books and stuff. Uh, you're, you're, not the, you're not the worst about that at all. You know, you're, you're pretty smart about that. Um, but, but a lot of people will be, you know, just get rid of them. And to me, that's a lead generator. If I can get a business owner to let me remove a virus on his computer for 135 bucks, right, or 50 bucks or nothing, Maybe I tell them I'm going to charge them 200. What I would do is I would tell them I'm going to charge them $180. I would go out. We would, I'd have a technician take care of it. Um, but then we wouldn't send them a bill. I'd say, hey, listen, uh, I, I would come by with the invoice. Hey, my boss will come by with the invoice. And I would actually come by with the invoice and say, hey, listen, um, I zeroed out this invoice. You know, I just want to take the time to thank you for taking a chance on us. I, I want to tell you about something else that we do. And they were more than willing to listen to me all of a sudden. So it was a great dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 200 bucks. I bought their time, right? Uh, you know, what, it, what did it cost me and my tech? You know, what, 40, 50 bucks? I don't care. That's a cheap lead. That's a cheap get. If I'm paying 50 bucks a lead and I go out on four deals like that and I sell one of them on a 10 PC managed service deal, let's just say it's a $500 a month deal, that's $6,000 for, for a year. And I sell three-year contracts. Right. That's really you know, well, we need to we need to argue over beers about this one because I got to say, I think the client you're going to get there is a client who repairs his stuff and never replaces it and rarely repairs it and is well, that's your long job. not going to be a good client. That's yeah, why. I disagree. That's your job as a managed service provider to, to establish yourself as the expert, right? We got to establish ourselves as the expert. So when we go on there and we have that conversation, we let them know, hey, listen, I'm your CIO now, right? And so if we need new computers, we're going to need new computers. And they'll typically go, yes. You know, and I only operate out of that. You know, you've got your experience. I've got mine, right? And I only say that out of my experience. And, you know, I did it for a long time and it did really well for me. Yeah, you always get, I think everybody gets the tough client, period. I'm sure you had tough clients either way, right? I mean, we can, we can establish that. Oh, yeah. So I would rather have, you know, 90 clients and 10 tough clients than 20 clients and none of them get a problem. Does that make sense? And, yep. and that was my thought pattern behind it. 
So I don't disagree that you can get a tough client, the break fix guy, but that's just because they're not educated yet. And when you take the time to educate them, one, they appreciate you. Uh, and two, they really stick by you. Like some of those were the most loyal clients that I ever had because I showed them a way other than the, the, the fire, the fireman response, you know, right. oh, fire, let's call a fireman. No, no, let's just, you know, make everything out of asbestos and, and say, well, maybe not asbestos, but uh, <laughs> everything fireproof. How about that? Exactly. So very cool. So, um, I believe you're going to be at the next ASCII event, uh, Fort Lauderdale. Is that it? So my team will be at the Fort Lauderdale event. Um, I'll be here in Huntsville, Alabama, uh, managing some, some of my other businesses that I have going on here. But uh, the team will definitely be able to have Frank Green, uh, who's been in the industry for a long time, and Brian Priestad are flying out. I'm going to try and make it. I had, some, uh, I had some things come up, but, you know, I should be at most of the shows this year. Right. Very good. So let me ask you why you go to the ASCII events. Oh, real simple. Um, I've been going to the ASCII events. I'm still a member of ASCII. Um, so ASCII is a fantastic group to engage with if you want to talk to like-minded individuals who, one, have already been there, and two, can show you new stuff. Because um, I've been a member of ASCII, geez, I don't know, almost a decade, a little over a decade maybe. But uh, before that, I ran my business for 15 years in isolation. And it was really neat going to an industry event and finding people that I could relate to, not only as a, an IT guy, but also as a business owner, which was much more important to me. And having those important business discussions. And I'm not talking about, hey, how do you remove a virus? I'm not talking about those conversations. Right. Those aren't the conversations that happen at ASCII. And sometimes they will, if there's something really big going on. But typically, those conversations are a little more focused around, you know, how do you figure out your margins? You know, how, how is it that you make sure that these break fix clients aren't jerks, like Carl's talking about? You know, how do you make sure that, that you don't get the jerk clients? How do you deal with a hard, hard to deal with client, you know? Sometimes the answer is get rid of them, you know, but you, sometimes the answer is love them and, and find another way. And the cool thing is you go to ASCII and you find all these different people with these different opinions that can help you shape your business. Right. Because and it is great to see a hundred business owners in the same room, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I've read your books and, and they helped me. So, uh, um, so they tell us how we get in touch with you. Like, where can I go to uh, find out more about uh, Vertical Action? So if you want to find out about Vertical Action, you go to www.verticalaction.com. Um, if you want to check out uh, my book, One Hour Marketing, you can drive into your local bookstore and pick up a copy, just like the old days. Or you can go on Amazon if you're one of those fancy newfangled people, and they'll just deliver it to your doorstep. I'm sure that's how Carl did it. That's the smart way. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then if you want to see more about me and where I'll be, where I'll be speaking, you can go to hermanpool.com, H-E-R-M-A-N-P-O-O-L.com. Very cool. All righty. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Carl. Always good to talk to you, man. I'll see you at the, at the shows in the future. I'm sure you will. Yes, sir. 